Just some average guys podcast. We are back. Uh, we're without Crispy this week. We actually fired him. So uh, yeah, you'll never hear Crispy again. Fuck Crispy. I'm totally kidding. We didn't fire him. This is Diggy Metro. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't fuck with Crispy. Visa shoots. And uh, guys, we took a long hiatus um, just based on life shit. Um, we got some shit going on. And uh, now we're back. So fuck you. How about that? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I took it there. So right, what's we're up? just gonna fucking we're just gonna jump into we're the, gonna the wing topics. It. Yeah, we're gonna wing it a little bit. Uh, Crispy's actually the anchor normally. Absolutely, totally. Ron kidding. Burgundy. Fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, we wanted to talk about arranged marriage today. Joey, you had a, a so, certain situation, right? Yeah, I ran to the. We actually got into an arranged marriage somehow. Low key, I like Russian girls online. He does. Um, no, but in all seriousness, I went to the bank today, and the tellers are sitting there having a conversation about arranged marriage. Now, what are your beliefs on arranged marriage? Do you think that's something that would actually work out? No, it's bullshit. Statistically, it's proven that it works out more than American marriage. Yeah, that's because there's a fucking, there's like laws behind it and shit. Like, like I know, yo, marriage in general, there's obviously a law like binding you to that person. Mm -hmm. That's why like you need to get like a lawyer and shit for divorce. Yeah. But as far as that goes, like you're kind of like given to that person. It's, dude, it's kind of like slavery. It's forced love. It's like slavery a little bit. How? Because those chicks are just doing work for you. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about... We're talking about parents getting together, meeting another family, yeah, meeting another son. Yeah, and they son. give their daughter to the guy. Yeah. And the guy is usually a lot older. And the daughter just has to, like, cook for him and fucking fuck him, pretty much. That's kind of slavery, dude. <laughs> That's a little bit of slavery. It's close, but I don't, I don't think all... Okay. Most you think that there's ever been an arranged marriage that was like really like a, a good thing? I'm sure at some point along the line, Dude. one of those situations happened. I don't necessarily believe or agree with arranged marriage whatsoever. I don't think that's something that can work in America, period. I think it can work anywhere. This, I most think it's of this happens that it goes. In, in the Middle East, in yeah, foreign countries, like you said, yeah. for those exact reasons. Um, but I feel like if you're in America and that tries to happen, it's not going to happen because of the amount of diversity and you're exposed to so much more here. Like, you, you wouldn't be content being forced into a situation like that. Yeah, but I don't think it's right that they make, that those people aren't content. They're just making them content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that those people are like, oh, thank God for this arranged marriage. This is fucking awesome. Like, they probably fucking hate their lives every day. But they're just like, I can't do anything about this. You know what I mean? Like, those girls don't really have an option. What the fuck are they going to do? They love their parents. <laughs> they love their you know? parents. Would you trust your parents? In, uh, to arrange you? Oh, fuck no. Are you kidding me? My mom probably picked someone that looks just like her. I'd be like, no, mom. <laughs> you know, fuck that. I don't, I feel like I would be cool. My mom's nuts, bro. She'd probably pick a girl that was fucking absolutely insane. Hideous, fat. I don't, whoa, I didn't say all that about my mom, dude. Calm <laughs> down. Whoa, 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 bro. I love my mom. Fuck. She's a beautiful lady. <laughs> no, but I think my mom would pick someone that was like, too equally, controlling. No, equally talkative. Because my mom likes talking a lot, so I think she <laughs> likes girls that, like, really talk, like, a shitload, mm -hmm. which I can't fucking do. Dude, I don't want a talkative chick. Like, like Nobody. super talkative. I'm not, I'm not talking, like, talking is normal. I'm not talking about, like, just regular conversation. I'm talking about, like, you never shut the fuck up. Like, that's the type of girl I don't want. You think that's the exact type of girl your mom would pick? I think that's the type of girl my mom is. <laughs> my mom never shuts the fuck up, dude. Yo, my mom one time called me, and she complained that... We had that we were losing minutes, and she just kept talking. And she called me to tell me that. Logic, women, dude. Logic. My mom talks on the phone every fucking day 
from the time that she gets out of school till probably about six. My mom's a teacher. She probably talks from like three thirty four till like six on the phone to her, her day teacher friend. I'm pretty sure she just left school and saw. <laughs> so yeah, dude, I, I don't fucking know, but I don't want my mom to pick anyone for me. And if my dad picks someone for me, my dad is fucking insane. So I don't, I don't want to see what that girl even looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. So yeah, that would be horrible, actually. I feel like I would. I mean, I wouldn't want it, but. I think I would be content like with you the want choice. It. No, I would be content with. I trust my dad to to pick me a good girl. My mom too. I could I could see them getting something good. Both your parents are Italian, right? Yeah. So they probably pick like a nice Italian girl. Yeah. Or my dad's Irish and Czechoslovakian. My mom is Cuban and Italian. All right. So that girl a, could be fucking a wide like, range yeah, of shit, and I'm yeah. not trying to deal with what they pick. That's true. Dude, my girlfriend right now is Puerto Rican and Dominican. Right off the bat, that would be canceled out. Because first off, my dad, somehow he's a white guy that married a Spanish woman. And he's fu- Hispanic, sorry. And he is a fucking racist. I don't know how it <laughs> happened, but yeah, he's a racist. We live in Jersey. What do you expect? Yeah. So off bat, my girlfriend wouldn't work because my mom is Cuban. Cubans don't like Puerto mm-hmm. Ricans or Dominicans, which is fucking... Oh, I what a hell don't of a combination why. you chose. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that would be... Off, off rip, that wouldn't work, you know? My mom mm-hmm. and dad, I don't know what the fuck they would pick for me. And they hate each other, so they'd probably just try to, like, one-up each other, and then it would just wind up being, like, a yeah. horrible disaster. So this is a prime example in which arranged marriage would not work. Arranged marriage doesn't work. It's not going to work, period. But it just doesn't work. This like, is like, yo, equally terrible I know situation. that there might be statistics saying it works, but those people are, like, the people that are in those fucking in those arranged countries. marriage are, like, scared for their lives, dude. Oh, I agree in some of those you. countries, the girl can't, like, show her fucking face or, like, kneecaps. Show me them ankles, girl. You <laughs> <laughs> but it's real like those girls really can't like show skin so it's like yeah. you expect them to like have a voice you know what i mean no you're 100 right. so shitty dude that's like yeah dude not not worth it talking about not worth it <laughs> we want to talk about crispy now <laughs> listen my guy i'm hoping that you're listening to this podcast from wherever you are do you want to know what's funny what's up he hates the show intervention Oh, I know. I love it. I love that he <laughs> I hates find it. it. So interesting. I don't think any any person has ever liked an intervention. I don't think anyone ever no. walked into an intervention and, and people were like, "This is an intervention for you," and they were like, "Thank God, man, I'm really going through some shit." Crispy, chill the fuck out, my guy. You need to chill. <laughs> you need to chill. What are we talking about? Crispy just got a really good job. Crispy also likes to drink. Very, very regularly. He needs to cut the shit. And he always has a fucking answer for everything. Like, like if I say that he drinks too much, he says that I drink too much. But I don't. You could go on Crispy Snapchat. The guy is drinking at least three days a week. That's at least, at least. That's, that not, a, that's minimum. a minimum. Sometimes it's five. <laughs> the guy needs to chill the fuck out. That's all I'm saying. Hey, bro. We love you. I just want to say we love you. I love how you're that dude. You're the dude in like the family that's just like you're like the brother that gets along with the brother with the problem. I'm you're just like, trying to mediate bro, things. I really love you, man. Like I didn't want to be here, bro. I didn't want to be here. They forced it upon me. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm no I always but- tell Crispy I don't want to be his pops, and I never have. Like I never wanted. To, people have told me in the past, like like Peasy will be like. Yo, I think Crispy's like really out of control right now. This was back in the day. This isn't like recently. But like he said that before. And I've been like, yo, listen, like I'm not Crispy's father. 
So I'm not going to tell him what to do or what not to do. Mm. And we're, I would have this intervention if Crispy was here, which oh, we, I think we, we have. have right? We had a few episodes but ago. Crispy is not accepting of it. So maybe if he gets to listen to this back a couple of times. Oh, he's not going to play it. Oh, he's no, going to he, get to this point will. and stop or skip it. No, he will. Uh, He'll play it. It might be. He'll play it. it. might be drunk. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But my guy, get your shit together. <laughs> we love you. We love you, man. I'm sorry I had to do it to you. <laughs> but no, seriously, on a larger scale, you guys, everyone, there's always a situation in your life, whether it's love or drugs or whatever it is, and you can't play father or parent to people. You need to guide them or let them rock. Like They need to become understanding of what's going on with them before you can push anything upon them because they'll just reject it. But you know the, the hard part with someone like Chris, because Crispy's a good fucking kid, like really good kid. And the hard part with that is that you don't really learn unless it gets to, like, drastic measures. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, like yo, for me, like, I learned that I need to start, like, get my shit together. Not after, like, the first time I got arrested. After the fucking DWI, I was like, all right, like, I can't act the way I've been acting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, sometimes it takes drastic measures to actually get through the shit. Mm. And, like, that's, I don't think that he'll ever experience that because he's not a bad kid. Unless he's, like, wasted out of his mind, he, like, drives and, like, hits some shit. You know what I mean? That's the only time. But, like, regardless, like, I think that most people to get through, like, a weird, like, alcoholic phase or something. Yeah, but the the point is you don't want to get to there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he will either. I think he's going to get his shit together. Oh, 100%. I I hope so. Guys, we're being a little excessive about the situation, but... Crispy's doing heroin, and we're trying He's to get him to stop. No. <laughs> we're kidding, yo. No, the guy, the guy just drinks a lot, and we're just yeah. trying to get him to fucking chill out because he has a good job now, and we want to see him fucking prosper. Always strive and prosper. Exactly. But ASAP, yeah. bitch. ASAP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Money gang. Did you hear Kendrick's new song? I did. And what do you think? It was phenomenal. It's dope. No, it's cool. But this is the thing. Everyone was, like, making a big deal out of this Kendrick song. Dude, he does that shit On all every the time. track. Yeah, what the fuck are people hearing that's it's different? Just be- more life drop. That's why. No, I know, but now people are saying that it's Big Sean that he's just singing the whole song. They're saying it because those are the most recent albums. That makes I saw, sense. No, I no, no, f- but that makes sense, though, because, like, in certain parts, like, he said Lil Bitch, which is, like, Big Sean's, like, Ad-lib. thing. Yeah. Um, I, I forget what Big Sean's song it was, but I think it was off the new album where he's... Uh, no, 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 it's called, uh, it's called No Interviews. Mm-hmm. And I think that he threw shots at Kendrick on there. He threw shots at a couple at a couple different people in that. Yeah, track. but regardless, if Kendrick's coming back at Big Sean, like, dude, I like rap beef. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's exciting, entertaining. I think that like the game kind of needs it at some point for people yeah. to step up. But only when it makes sense. Mm-hmm. No one's trying to see Kendrick Lamar and fucking Big Sean beef. No. That would be like a the game bitch doesn't fight. Mean that nobody wants that. But I'm saying that's like a bitch fight. Like, like, dude, I'm I'm fucking almost hundred percent sure Big Sean's no bigger than five eight. Kendrick looks like he's five six. It's the lyrical battle we want to hear. I know, but I'm saying, like, dude, like, like if you saw two toddlers like fucking like arguing, you'd just it's be just, like, yo, cut the fucking shit, guys. It's not the same. as... What are like, you guys gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna slap each other? <laughs> like Kendrick and Big Sean is like the fucking least threatening fight I've ever fucking heard in my dude, life. Dude, we would get some really dope music out of that. We would, but I. I don't know, dude. Big Sean's a dope, like, club rapper. I don't know if I really want to... And he's super lyrical. He is super lyrical, but I don't want to hear him, like, and Kendrick throw shots back at each other. Mm. It's just not worth it. Kendrick makes, like, good, like, feel-good music. Like, I don't know. Kendrick makes a large variety of tracks. Like, he's got... Yeah, but for the most part... Yeah, but for the most part, Kendrick's music is 
I would say it's more feel good. That's just that West Coast vibe, period. Yeah, yeah. but like it goes back saying. to what we were saying a couple of weeks back. Like you can't be upset if you're, you like walk outside and there's like palm trees everywhere. Yeah, like you just have a different vibe. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, like Big Sean's from Detroit. I want to talk about shitty town. I want to talk about a shitty area, <laughs> dude. There's literally like massive buildings that are fucking abandoned there. And by the way, the water is still poisoned. Yeah, that's in Flint though. No, I know. Yeah, but they're but, the, yeah, they, yeah. It stems no, from Detroit. It's right, yeah, it's right there. But um, but yeah, dude, I don't want to see that fucking rap battle. I really don't. I, and everyone that thought it was like shots at Drake, Kendrick and Drake have been throwing shots at each other for years now. It's not like new shit. Yo, that that track, it, dude, it's fire. But like for everyone to make a big deal out of a Kendrick song being fire is like for everyone to make a big deal out of a Drake song being good. Dude, it's a like, lot, and a lot of people are giving hate to that. What? Uh, more life. Dude, more it's like the same people. Okay, same people. This is what I tried to explain to someone yesterday because uh, we had a big like discussion about more life, and they're like, "Yeah, but I just I don't know." Like he he has so many different types of tracks and this and that. Drake is not just a rapper anymore, and people don't understand that. He's a pop singer, he's an R and B singer, mm-hmm. he's a rapper, he's everything. He's a fucking dancehall artist when he wants to be. Shit. Yo, you can't you can't hate somebody because they try different things with their music. I was getting I was getting a lot of people telling me that oh it's the same Drake that I've heard over and over again and but it's not though exactly certain tracks he still has of that course, because but that's he's who the he same is that's who he is. exactly yo but he's people, not gonna change that drastically under, people don't understand that people are constantly waiting for artists to make these one eighty flips and then when, sometimes when they do make these one eighty flips they're like oh my god why he do that I miss the old shit you can never you want to know what people what pisses me off have you ever heard Thank Me Later yeah he sings on most of the sh- the tracks hundred percent. That's exactly what it reminded me of. Dude, he's not fucking, he's not really changing that much. People that are like, yo, Drake really switched it's, up. It's because Dude. it's more mainstream than it was. Yeah, but when Thank Me Later dropped, everyone thought Drake was the best thing out. So now that he makes an album where he has singing songs, even views, bro, people are like, yo, he sings a lot. It's like, yo, That's listen to is. Thank Me Later. He sang on that. Listen to So Far Gone. He sang on that. He sang on fucking every project he's ever had. There's never been a project where he didn't sing on. The issue is time. That's Comeback what it is. season, it's, he rapped a lot, but he still sang on certain songs. It's like, I don't get where the, the huge difference is. It's because... I think he's more polished now, if anything. No, I agree with you. He's gotten better. He's progressed over time. But <clears throat> from the fact that people... that It's time. People have heard him do this, and then he changed the game. Like, when Thank Me Later dropped, he changed the game. Everyone started going with that that flow, that style, and it's so repetitive now that people want to hear a new a new Drake. Yeah. And it's understandable, but at the same time, you can't expect... Now, that happens to every artist, though. Yeah. And, like, when Jay-Z drops an album and it doesn't sound like fucking Reasonable Doubt or Blueprint, people are like, I like that old Jay-Z. It's like, dude, no rapper is just going to make the same project over and over. Mm-hmm. They never have. Like, no artist has ever done that. You know what I mean? Like, you don't listen to people's projects. That's why so many people are like, yo, Good Kid, Mad City is so much different than The Pimp a Butterfly or Untitled, Unmastered. Yeah. Like, yo, it's just, that's how art works. You make different shit every once in a while. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make the same thing over and over. Kendrick is not is not making, like, fucking Section 80 music. Yeah. It's different. Oh, dude, that was... That was it's so, so good. good. It's I so good. That. that might be one of my Kendrick favorite. Kendrick is ridiculous. He's a great projects. artist. So is Drake, though. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, Drake, that More Life project is just, it has music for everyone. And and someone that's not in the industry doesn't understand that, like, sometimes you want to make something for everyone. Dude. And it could throw off the cohesion of the project. 
But I don't think he did. Like I, know, I think his project I would, worked well. I don't together. understand when people are saying it's not cohesive because everything flows perfectly. With well, each other. I think that's the point of like his playlist. Like he, it, he called exactly. it a playlist because everything flows into each other. They have like little skits in between that flow into each other. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't. I think that that's a great project. It was. I think if any other artist put that same project out, it would be called a classic. Hundred percent. I think sixty-one million views on Spotify alone dude, it, the first day. It had six hundred million streams in, in its total? first week. That's that's disgusting. It's retarded. How do you even do that? Dude, he's everywhere. Do you realize how many fucking streams 600 million is? Yeah. Dude, I did a million of them by myself. <laughs> I probably did 500,000. <laughs> I'm not going to run. <laughs> no, yeah, like, he's breaking barriers. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can hate all you want, but you can't hate someone that, that's, like, consistently bringing stats in. If fucking, credit where credit's due. If that kid Devin Booker that dropped 70 the other day... Did you see that? The kid on the Suns? I heard Suns? about it. I didn't see it. Okay, kid on the Suns dropped 70 points. So at one point, his coach was calling like timeouts and fucking and doing a whole bunch of extra shit just so he could score more points. But <laughs> regardless, if that kid Devin Booker scored 70 points every fucking game, eventually there's going to be someone that hates on him, mm-hmm. even though he's scoring 70 points every game. Drake is scoring 70 points every game. He's scoring 70 points every time he fucking goes out there. And people don't know how to take it. You know, with with like a like Kobe Bryant when he scored eighty one points, right? Mm-hmm. People were like, "Yeah, he didn't fucking pass the ball, this and that," and rightfully so. He only had like four or five assists, but he still scored eighty fucking points. You could find every you could find every fucking uh, excuse in the books for why you don't like him, yeah. but that doesn't change the facts. Like like everyone that's saying how much they hate Drake, it's funny that people are saying they hate Drake, and you see so much hate for Drake, but like he has six hundred million streams. So those same people that are saying they hate him have to be listening to him. Yeah. Because there's no fucking way. That's there's just just no this. way that that many people hate him, and he has that many plays, and somehow, like, like what? It's just the other people that don't hate him? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's just them? Like, no, dude. Like, those people are listening to his music on the sidelines. It's those corny people that can't admit that they like some, like, soft music. You know what I mean? Dude, I had my they're boy. All, they're, hard, they're a hard thug, so they can't listen to fucking uh, get that shit together. Dude, my boy know? said that to me the other day. He's like, yo, what's wrong with you? You've been, you've been on this whole soft music wave. You listen to Frank Ocean, Party Next Door, Drake. I'm like, dude, I've always listened to them. I'm sorry that you feel obligated to tell me that it's soft because it's R&B music. Yeah. Like, yeah I made, I made a revelation. Music. I, made I don't a revelation. care if it's pop. I don't care. But if I like music, I'm going to listen and to it. And you should. Exactly. And you should. I don't necessarily like the music that you listen to, but I'm not going to fucking, like, I would never listen to it, but I'm not going to discredit yeah. you for listening to it. You like what you like. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, I had a revelation. Uh... When you listen to sad music all the time, you feel sad. When yeah. you listen to happy music all the time, you feel happy. When you listen to a balance, like, dude, music sets your mood. If you want to, like, do an experiment, don't listen to music for a whole day. And you're just going to be so blank. It, it's just, like, yo, from the start of your day, what do you do? Some people wake up and start listening to music That's to get ready. literally the first thing I do every single morning. Some people, their first time they hear music is in the car, Right. Dude, music sets your mood for the whole day. If you go in the car first thing in the morning, and I want people to try this because I think that you'll see that it actually like works out for you. Go in the car as you're driving to work. Play only happy music. Don't play Pharrell happy because that can make you fucking kill someone. (laughs) (laughs) Play play, play happy music. And... I guarantee fucking tea, your day will go a little bit better. It might not go a lot better. You might still get to work and shit's just fucking horrible. But at least that like first like jump is going to be good. Another thing, like 
that that affects your mood is the weather. You know what I mean? Like if it's sunny out, you're probably gonna feel better than if it's fucking like cold and mm-hmm. and gray out. You know what I mean? But like music has the same effect, like as bad weather. Absolutely. Even if you're, dude, if you're playing happy music on a bad day, like like you it's like feel raining better. out, you do feel better. I don't know why. So I've I've stopped listening to sad music as much as like as weird as that sounds. I've stopped listening to I, all sad music. I won't, you know. I never understood that because I know a lot of people when they get depressed or whatever, they'll go ahead and they'll listen to depressing just, music, yeah, which just buries adds, them inside this cave. Like That's, you, my boss went through a divorce, and when he was going through the divorce. He was listening to super fucking sad music. And I kept on telling him, like, yo, the more of that that you listen to, the worse you're going to feel. Why do you want to feel that pain to the well, extent? Well, they want, they want to kind of feel... Um, do, do they want to know the feelings there? That the no, emotion's there? They what know is the, it? the feelings there, but what I think it is, is that these people that make the music maybe sometimes are feeling the same way. So they, they want... They just want to relate to something? Exactly. They just want something that's relatable to how they're feeling. Dude, I'm not going to, like, I, I understand that, but when I'm in a certain mood and if I were to listen to a, a song that depicts my situation perfectly, I'm going to be like, yeah, like, that's amazing that someone else out there went through, but at the same time, it's going to make me go insane. Oh, like, no, I'm but just, we've all done it. Like, yeah. I've listened to sad music when I was sad. Oh, dude, and- I'll never forget. Hold on. Here we go. It was, what, like, four years ago, you and your ex just broke up. You call me late night drunk. Yo. Marvin's room just dropped. Did you hear this? This shit is fucking amazing, but I hate my life right now. Dude, Marvin's room is one of the best songs of all time. Easily. Depressing, but a fucking classic. Such a good song. Such a good song. But yeah, dude, I remember when I dropped that. I was definitely you, yeah, drunk. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I was definitely drunk. <laughs> dude, that song, yo, Drake speaks to me sometimes. You know how many times I've been at the end of a party and it's just me and a couple of the boys and they're like, yo, I'm going to call my ex right now. I start playing Marvin's room. I don't know why that happened, but it happened countless Yo, times. Listen, when you're drunk and alone, sometimes you want to call your ex. <laughs> I don't anymore. But you also stop listening to Marvin's Room. That's our point. It comes on every once in a while. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, Marvin's Room is a fucking great song. It really is. But yeah, dude, I, I don't. I don't listen to sad music anymore. I, even when a sad song comes on, I try to change it as fast as possible. Unless yeah. I'm listening to a whole project like straight through, then I'll just like fight through that song. Mm-hmm. But regardless, dude, just do shit that like makes your mood better. Don't do shit that makes your mood worse. It like it literally is just fucking self destructive. There's nothing good about like listening to sad music. I listen to podcasts a lot. That fucking you know, helps me out. I started to listen a lot more to podcasts. I mean, obviously, I'm on a, pad- a podcast. Yo, you weren't listening to podcasts uh, yeah. for like the first like three months of our podcast. I know. I was my- telling you like podcasters' names, and you were like, "Who the fuck is that?" Like, bro, he's a huge podcaster. Yeah, I was the asshole. You're like that just a fucking videographer that doesn't watch videos. I watch videos. I'm saying okay, that would I be a comparison. I'm being an asshole. You fuck. Oh my god, mom, tell him to stop. <laughs> but you know, you know what I found makes me a lot more productive What's when that? I li- when I listen to rock music. Joe, I'm white. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I know you don't know yet. You're white. You're white. <laughs> you are very white. No, no, but it's just Joe. You have I'm not, you have no, no, slick back not, long hair. Yeah, You're, white, I'm <laughs> You're white, Joe. You're white. You've been white. No, but just the tone between... I don't know, man. I'll shut up. No, I'm kidding. Joe, the t- <laughs> it makes sense. I'm getting you. No, no, no. I was just going to talk about the comparison between... You know what feels really good when I listen to Suave Mente sometimes? <laughs> like, yeah, no shit because I'm Cuban. <laughs> it makes sense. Suave Mente feels great. Dude, I love, I love Spanish music. Suave Mente is my favorite song of all time. I'm just saying. I've been wanting to sample it for years. Yeah, I wish I was back in the DR. 
and some of more life was playing when I saw the girl in my dreams. Because that's exactly what I pictured. More life is straight dead. <laughs> phenomenal, dude. What's the song called? Uh, the get to uh, get that shit together song. What's that one called? Get that shit together. You need me to get that, that shit together. together. Is that What's something M rhythm or? No, that's not Mad Lib or rhythm. Um, Blem. No, Blem no. is my fucking shit though. Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. I knew it was the shit when right. Album just drops. I'm singing it in my head. Let's I already go know, through the track list. I already I know the speak hook, about each and then I go song. upstairs, and my 14 year old brother is singing it as well. Yeah, like well, Drake, well I mean, it's not a hard hook, something. but it's definitely no, it's catchy. I'm it makes you real. I might just say Dude, how I, I feel. feel. Yeah, it's just hard, bro. What? Um, let's go through the track list and just fucking real quick. We'll give like a quick synopsis on each song, and then and we then we'll do, shut up about Drake for the rest. Yeah, then we definitely will. But Drake just dropped the project, so you can't fucking be mad at us, you fucking pieces of shit. Free smoke. Talk shit about me. <laughs> All right, we got Free Smoke. Um, Free Smoke is typical Drake, um, kind of braggadocious, I'm the shit. New Drake. That's not new Drake. Drake's always been doing that. To the extent of how he's talking. Always, the style of that he's talking is shit. That's what new I mean. New style, but that's because it's it's new age Yeah. Like rap styles. You know what I mean? It's like you couldn't do that like five years ago because that style wasn't even out yet. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, Free Smoke is like, I didn't hear that and think like, oh, this is different from Drake. You know what I no. mean? I didn't hear anything on the project and really think it was different from Drake. No long time. Yo, Giggs, is that how you say his name? Oh, he's fucking horrible. Dude, I don't want to hear Giggs on fucking anything. Yo, I yeah, like I, grime music. I love grime music. I thought Giggs fucking killed everything in a bad way. I like some, uh, which one? Bro, he's on, he's Drake, on two, right? Dude, Drake on I fucking- I like KMT. Yeah, we're gonna get I like to what that. He did on to let's, 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 yeah, let's. I didn't at all. Let's. let's and skept his interlude about yo. Hold on. Let's mm. go through the track. Let's go through the track list. Let's go through the track list. All right. So we said <laughs> free smoke. What's the next track? No long talk with gigs. I don't even remember that song. That's how much I didn't fucking <laughs> play it. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, no long talk. That's that's a hard beat. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's that's Baka. That's a no. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with that track. Um. He was bet Giggs was better on that song than he was on Kissing My Teeth for sure. Mm-hmm. I thought that song made more sense to have Giggs on it. Yeah, but um, Drake obviously fucking outshined him. I think what what I hate more is that you can't come after Drake and have like a weaker verse. Yeah, you you it's, just can't like you, dude. Yo, he, he's not, he's not lyrical, f- it's just his flow that I guess he, no, but, I don't know. But yo, when you come after Drake, you have to come with your best shit. Because you're coming after the Maybe that fucking is his best, best shit. Sadly. Dude. That I he understand. needs Dude, to not, not be a, on fucking more He's not life. a real lyrical artist. No, but all grime artists are pretty lyrical. So it's weird that he got on there and he fucking, I don't know, dude. I, I just didn't like his, I didn't like. His parts I wish on had the whole album. Skepta, that. I think, would have killed that song. Skepta's insane. Skepta's um, ridiculous. Okay, so next we have Passion Fruit. Okay, Passion Fruit I like, but that's that goes to the whole like sad vibe that I don't listen to. Mm-hmm. So I kind of skipped that one, even though I like I the vibe it. It's of a it. calm vibe. I like the words in it, but I just... It is calm, but it's also kind of depressing. Not because of just the words, but because of the actual like... There's a sample in there that's down, 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 down. That shit mm. gets me fucking sad. 
It just makes it just me triggers. like, yo, listen, I'm listening to it and I'm just like thinking like, wow, I'm fucking up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't want to feel like that ever. So, yeah, I, I like the words though. Like, um, yeah. passionate for miles away, uh, passionate, passionate in the things you say. Mm-hmm. I think that that's fucking fire. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't want to listen to that song. I just don't, you know? Um, what do we got next? Was it Georgia? Georgia yeah, interlude? Georgia's interlude. That was fucking fire. Uh, all Drake's, yeah, all Drake's uh, chick name interludes are always fire. Yo, someone, they did a fact check. I, Rap Genius did a fact check. He talks about, over the years, 120 different girls in his songs. Well, that's Drake. all those girls had sex with Drake at some point. That's just proving that the God has fucked over 120 <laughs> girls. That's all Dude, that's proving. his body list is absurd. Mm-hmm. Can, can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk about the line on on uh, Free Smoke that he says he drunk texts J-Lo? Fire. Only he can say that shit. Who the fuck drunk texts J-Lo? I would. I damn sure would. In my single days, I was drunk texting chicks that fucking are nobodies. This guy was drunk texting J-Lo. J-Lo. That's <laughs> I'm a- drunk texting chicks that literally have no job. <laughs> you know? They dropped out of college. Yeah, yeah, like, dude, I'm drunk texting the worst chicks. And this guy's drunk texting J-Lo. Kind of shit is that? Just makes you think about your life, bro. More life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I don't honestly. I don't care to go through all twenty-two tracks. Oh, no, no, no. Quick, Let's, quick synopsis. Get it together is the song that I was talking about. That shit is fucking stupid. Mad, uh, mad dibba rhythm. I think that's how you say. I it. fuck with it. I don't know. I don't like it that much. Blem, fuck with heavy. Um, Yo, Sanfa is super dope. I um, hated forty-four twenty-two. Sad. Sad. Okay. Dude, right. well, I, that's your I reasoning. Think, I, like, I think my reasoning for just not just liking songs on here is I just don't like depressing music. But that's understandable. But I also thought that's that an extremely well put together track. And Sampha, oh, no, if you don't disgusting. know who Sampha is, he's been out for years now, and he's absolutely fire. He's just what? What would you classify him as? Like a dark um, soul R and B? Yeah, yeah, like neo soul type. Uh, mm-hmm. He R&B. does a lot. He has a lot of tracks with uh, SB, but subtract. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you if you want to cry. Every night of the week, just listen to like a Sampha project. Like listen to a, a group of like twenty of his songs, and you'll you'll definitely cry at some point. Definitely. Um, okay, we got uh, Gowchester. That hard. was hard, super hard. Skepta interlude. I didn't. I like Skepta a lot, but I don't. I don't like that Drake. I know it's a playlist, but I didn't like that he had like a solely... tracks with not him on it. Yeah. Because I felt like I just wanted to hear him rap on those same beats. Even mm-hmm. the Sampha track. Like I would have liked to hear Drake come in at one point. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I can agree with that. Portland Fire, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like it. I didn't think it was anything. It's nothing crazy. I, I think people are hyping it up because of the features he has on it. Yeah, but like, dude, Travis Scott and Quavo is not like a strange feature. No, no, it's not. I just overall, I didn't think it was anything out of the norm of what you would typically hear. As no, a, I'm saying I don't think it's a strange okay. feature. Like, it's not like out of this. Like, it's not really like that weird that mm-hmm. they're on a track together. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, not at all. So, like, yeah, it just sounded like a normal Travis Scott song with Quavo, and then yeah. Drake just added a verse to it. It's one thing I will say to that is like, yo, Drake, if if your side chick has a 5S with the screen cracked, Buy her my, new one. my guy, you work for Apple Music. <laughs> Just get her a new fucking phone. What, you're such a pimp, you can't get her a new fucking phone? You're like rich, bro. Like, just get her a new phone. <laughs> Fuck. Sacrifices. One of the fucking best songs I've heard this year. I've heard that from a few different people, actually. They said it was, it was one of the best songs they've heard in a while, period. Dude, it being, was just so well put together. Being a hip-hop head and being like... Yo, 2 Chains. 2 Chains is nasty on that, but even better than 2 Chains, Young Thug fucking murdered that. I, murdered. Like what he did I don't like Young too. Thug. I don't like that song. 
I like that. It's sad. <laughs> you know what, man? Yo, you can't. You're not gonna like half of Drake's projects from now on. Well, nowadays, no. Back in the day, <laughs> I might have felt them, but nowadays, no. But yo, Young Thug. You know what I like about Young Thug on that track is that he actually is saying words that you can understand. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I hated Young Thug in the first place. No, that's 100% why, because you're such a hardcore hip-hop fan, and not being able to decipher what I a always, man is saying is yeah. obviously going to yeah. irritate the fuck But I out always of understood why people liked his vibe. Flow, because, catchy, yeah, because, melodic. Yeah, his, his melody is fucking mm-hmm. incredible. He's starting to progress in the sense of breaking up space between his words so you can somewhat understand I just what didn't, No, because then I heard another song he put out like days later and dude I couldn't on Ransom did you hear Ransom Mike Will made it oh I heard I heard a lot of hype about that it's I haven't terrible. heard it terrible really the whole album's fucking awful <laughs> that was awful. so hyped up it's awful dude I tried listening to it straight through it is fucking now is that because you don't like no, the it's new school awful. music or it's we'll play it after this it's right. fucking awful the whole project is bad. All right, we'll get, yeah, we'll definitely get to that later. There might here. be like two good songs on the whole thing, but the project overall is just wow, awful. That's a, that's you got to track with like Gucci Mane on there and Kendrick, and it's like it's a bad song. I'm like, how do you make a bad Gucci and Kendrick song? Oh, I'm I'm kind of upset right now. You but, should be because <laughs> Ransom One, Ransom One was fucking stupid yeah. fire. Yeah, but so, anyways, uh, uh, nothing, what, what do we got left? We got nothing's into something. Nothing into something was dope. Teenage I, Fever, Teenage Fever had me listening to the original J Lo track. Not gonna lie. Dude, that was the craziest sample flip that I've heard in a long time. The man knows what he's doing. I never... Shout out to his production crew. Would you 40. ever think that someone was going to fucking flip a J-Lo sample in hip-hop? Nope. Nope. <laughs> but now there's going to be a lot more. Crazy. Um, I said... I tweeted the other day that I'm going to start sampling only J-Lo from now on. Dude, Loki has a hit every year. <laughs> you said that and I was like, no, she doesn't. <laughs> no, she definitely doesn't. <laughs> Kissing my teeth. Crazy, uh, he stole XXX Tentacion's flow. Does anyone fucking give a shit? No, right? Go ahead, tell Unless me. you're like an send, underground send fucking hip hop like loser, uh, no one really gives a shit. If you want to hear him rapping on the XXX Tentacion beat, um, someone did a, a guy named Brad Period on uh, SoundCloud did a remix where he put Drake's flow, he put Drake's acapella the over it. on the uh, the. What's the song called? Look at looking, me. Looking at no, but the actual, it's called "Look at me kissing my teeth." Yeah, so go check that out. That. Yeah, it's actually fire. It, it makes sense that he definitely stole the flow. Who gives a shit, right? He's way bigger than XXX Tentacion, and XXX is in fucking jail right now. So yeah, uh, lose you. I think that was was that sad. Lose you, definitely sad. I mean, it's all right, can't, lose you. yeah. All right, so I fucked with it. Dill didn't clearly. Um, <laughs> can't, can't have, have everything. Any, I did fuck with. Yeah, there's a part of can't have everything that he goes off beat. And then he says, uh, beats forever unfinished. And then he talks about how he was off beat. And me, as a musician, I'm listening to him off beat the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then he takes he takes that and then he makes a line about how he's off beat. And then he flips it and gets back on beat. And I was like, this God is a fucking genius. Okay? Because <laughs> I was just about to critique him on that bullshit. And then he just comes out and he's like, dude, shut the fuck up. I know. <laughs> All right? Uh, glow, terrible, dude. I liked it. It's so bad. I liked it. Yo, Kanye and Drake should not make a song that's that mediocre. It's I can so agree with mediocre that. for a Kanye and Drake song. I, there I, should not yeah. be a Kanye and Drake song that's that mediocre, dude. They're mm. both fucking superstars. They usually, you shouldn't. They, they could have put something, dude, way better out. I think they just did that because of the simple feeling and vibe that they if got. If you looked at a list, but if you looked at a list of all the features on this album. And there was one track that you thought was going to stand out the most. You would think. It would be Glow by Drake with Kanye West. Yeah. 
It Yo, was after the, this, I really don't want to hear a project with them too. Well, hopefully this is not anything that's going to reflect. But I feel like it is. I feel like this is exactly the music I don't know that why they would I, make together. Because Kanye likes singing. Drake yeah, likes singing. Yeah, dude, I don't know what it is. Kanye, he, he needs to get back to... I'm t- we've He's, heard this argument He was such a good fucking rapper. He was such He's a good gonna, rapper, yeah. dude. We were listening to... We went to Boston the other day. And we were listening to... Uh, um, Hit Him High by Kanye West, right? Off of uh, College Dropout. And, yo, Kanye was keeping up with... Talib Kweli and Common on a rap song, which like people that say like Kanye's never been that good of a rapper, like not you clearly a haven't fucking listened chance. to his early works. Homie's nasty, but he just completely died out. He lost out. it. He lost it. It's that he went the experimental route, which I understand as a musician because sometimes you really like sit back and you're like, I don't want to make this shit anymore. But yo, just please just start rapping again. He went to the experimental route and never came back. That's the problem. And he ne- it's not even a sense of you go experimental and you're going to keep your roots of what, what got you to where you are, being a lyricist, speaking for the people, completely dropped that. Maybe it was like one or two projects. I would understand that. But it's been God knows how long. He's just on an indefinite leave of absence from hip hop. I think, <laughs> and we've said this before, I think Kanye has mental issues. I wouldn't doubt it. And I, I mean, really think, of it, think-, dude, he goes, think about being in a position where he is. Yeah, but I think that the, the I think the god's uh extremely depressed. I think he has obvious like personality disorder. And I just don't think that he's, he's like Gemini, right in man. his mind. Not even just that, dude, cuz there's they a lot of normal fuck, there's a lot of normal Geminis. Yeah. Yo, he I, is I, out dude. of his fucking mind. Yeah. He's out of his fucking mind. Look, man, that, that's he what He talks happens. in third person Yo, often when you, when you <laughs> Dude, if I was walking around being like, yo, Dill is fucking the shit, bro. Yo, Dill wants fucking coffee right now, and Dill's a god, and he needs coffee. <laughs> yo, I had bro, this, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I had this kid in my sixth, in fifth grade, all the way up until fifth grade class, I, I had him every single year, and he would refer to himself in third person, talk about chocolate bunnies and cheese. Okay, was he mentally challenged? No, he was actually an extremely intelligent kid. For some odd reason, he did that. The thing about autism is you can I, be very intelligent. <laughs> he didn't have autism. <laughs> a little autism awareness. Okay. Um, okay, so, yeah. Uh, what's after that? We got... Let's talk about Jay-Z. We got Since Way Back. Hold on. We got four more tracks. Let's just uh, power through them. Since Way Back with Party Next Door sounds like every other song that Party Next Door and Drake have made. Uh, Fake Love has been out. I think Fake Love is a fucking hit. Uh, I see people talking down on it. I think that it's a really fucking good song. It's Bro. not it's not Hotline Bling, but it's very similar. Hotline Bling in terms of 2.0. Feeling, yeah. You know? Um Ice Melts, you said you like. Uh I don't really like it. Um I thought that Young Thug's verse on um on sacrifices was a lot better than Ice Melts. And then we got Do Not Disturb, which is vintage fucking uh nine AM in Dallas type Drake. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the Drake that I think people fell in makes, love with. I think that's the Drake that makes him Drake. 100%. And to close the project with that, which he's done before, he did 30 for 30 off of What a Time to Be Alive. Yeah. He always does that. He closes the project with like super, super strong track. Mm-hmm. And dude, I can't be mad at More Life. I really can't. I I listen to it. I, I understand why people have like it's, their skepticism their about it, but uh, just take it for what it is. If any other artist put it out, it would be their best project. Yeah. Agreed. Boom. Close the book. Bam. So we now got, we got Trump's healthcare. 
Donald Trump, man. What what's there to say? What's there okay, really to say at this off, point? He got they a house full of Republicans rejected him. Okay. For one, I just want to say Donald Trump people videotape you saying the shit you say. You can't keep saying that you didn't say something that you clearly said fucking throughout your whole campaign. He was just saying how he didn't want, he, he was on video saying, I never said that we were going to repeal and replace Obamacare. Then I watched a timeline of times that he said that they were going to repeal and replace Bro, Obamacare. Bro, that's all he talked about throughout his campaign. Then he said, I didn't say it in the first 64 days. They said, on video, he said, we're going to repeal and replace Obamacare in the first few weeks. Dude, people are fucking taping you. You can't keep lying. We we know that you're lying. Like, it's very fucking blatant. I don't get it, dude. I really just don't get it. Like, I don't understand how you could be the president of the United States. And, and talk yourself it's not even just his fault. Does. How does he not have fucking people around him that are like, dude, you did say that? Do you think... Does he not do read off a prompter like every other president? And if he doesn't, fucking start reading off a prompter. Do you think he blatantly ignores his administration or people who are trying to help him out in I his I don't. I think he's circle? doing exactly with it. I don't think Trump has as much power as you think. I think that he's a, a puppet for Bannon. Dude, but it's... Dude, I don't it's think... It's so bad. Yeah, it's, no. so, it's so pathetic to see a person who's supposed to be the world's most powerful man present themselves the way that he does. I actually saw a bit of a speech the other day where... Right, he's talking himself, talking himself in circles, and the next thing he does is he was talking about something about women's rights, and goes, "Yeah, we want to give women more power, blah blah." But hey, at least we don't have Hillary in here, right? Right, and then he stopped. The crowd applauded, did his little turnaround circle, smiled, waved, thumbs up, and then said, "Ha she's still not here." Another round of applause, and then got back to his speech, completely going off track, just to get. Just boost his confidence. Oh yeah, he. It's disgusting. It's no, disgusting. he has real issues with with confidence in general and self esteem, which as a billionaire I don't understand. You, Dude, you have everything you want. You're a fucking hair. billionaire. What what can you? How can you have poor self esteem? I don't get it. How do you have bad self esteem when you're a billionaire? I get that money's not everything. I understand that, but you can't have bad self esteem when you've gotten yourself to be a billionaire. You did that. You're you're you won, bro. You're the president of the United States. Fuck the self-esteem at this point. It's over. Like like you don't got to keep on going back to like being like yo, every time someone says something about him, dude, he's attacking Snoop Dogg. It's like, bro, you're the dude, president. That was a brilliant video, by the way. I thought that was super dope. What by who? Snoop Dogg's video. Oh no, it was dope, but I understand why Donald Trump Oh, now, 100% now understand a little, why. A little backstory, a little backstory though is that Donald Trump and Snoop Dogg know each other from like being celebrities. He was on the apprentice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and he was also like on the roasts. Like Mhm. Yeah. Donald Trump knows who Snoop Dogg is. They they know each other. Like it's not like it's just some fucking random shit. Donald Trump is the president of the United States. He should not be focusing on Snoop Dogg. He really exactly. shouldn't. Hundred percent. And yo, we, uh, because we didn't have podcasts in the past couple of weeks, some of the stuff we're saying might be a little old. But uh, Bow Wow went oh, to say, dude, "I saw that that that, was, that him and was something was it him and Ti or him and Snoop Dogg Snoop. were gonna pimp out Melania Hip. Trump." Yeah, uh, dude, I'm a hip hop head. We we say this all the time. I'm I still rap. I'm I'm still a part of this this culture. There's nothing cool about saying that. 
Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Everyone says fuck Trump. That's fine. Like, like fuck the guy, right? You could have ended it right there. You could put a but, period. But, dude, pimping out his wife, like, that's not even funny. It's not, there's nothing cool about that. It's disturbing. It's just annoying, bro. It's like, it's like, yo, there's a reason why people look down on rappers. There's a reason why I can't just go up to a group of fucking older people and tell them that I'm a successful rapper or the, just in general that I'm a rapper without feeling bad about myself. And that's because of people like that. That's because they, they look at people like you. And they're like, oh, he's just one of those fucking uh, derelicts or he's one of those degenerates that fucking they, they look down on women and they do this and that. A lot of rappers don't look down on women. Mm-hmm. A lot of rappers actually appreciate women. And try to pick them up in their songs. Dude, how about this? A lot of rappers come from fucking single mother households because in, in a lot of hoods, fucking the dad runs away. So, yo, just like Bow Wow, I'm pretty sure was raised by his mom. Yo, you don't say you're going to pimp out a fucking a dude's wife. Like, what are you talking about? That that shit just threw me off because I'm like, and then you got people like on social media and shit, like trying to like back up Bow Wow. It's like, bro, just grow up. Like, just grow up. Like, that shit is not, yo, I I get the hatred for Donald Trump. But to say you're pimping out someone's wife is, is it's just uncalled for. It's not, there's no point of it. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, if someone said they were pimping out my girlfriend, I'd punch him in the fucking teeth. Yeah. You're talking about the president's wife. It's just crazy, bro. Like, that shit's crazy, People and it was a bad think. look. It was a bad look. Don't... Guys, just fu- fucking grow up. Be more mature about shit. You don't got to say stupid shit like that to, like, get any type of, like, approval. And it's just dumb. There was nothing cool about that, you know? Anyways, I'm off it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about Jay-Z. So, what was it? What was the first series he actually... Um, he did a series on uh, Caliph Browder. Okay. Yeah, him and the Weinstein Company teamed up to do a, a six-part docu-series on the Caliph Cl- Browder case. Yep. And now he's also teamed up with the same company to do another six-part docu-series about Trayvon Martin. I, I really like the awareness um, that they're bringing forth. What I don't know is if uh, it's actually going to do anything. And I say that in this term, a lot has been showed over the past about how blacks are mistreated or everything, but it doesn't seem like it's really, bro, Martin Luther King got fucking sniped. Yeah. Like if that isn't a big enough, he's the, he was the one dude like really looking to like just bring peace. That doesn't show you that like some shit like you could have made. I'm sure there's. I mean, like, we've made a lot. How many of documentaries? But I'm saying, how many documentaries have there been on on cases just like this? I couldn't tell you. There, dude. Everyone knows about the situation. Everyone knows. Yeah. I get that bringing awareness through a documentary is is a good thing, but my I'm just scared that it's not gonna get across to anyone. And. It's gonna get across to people for the sheer fact that obviously visually seeing something of this magnitude is. It's gonna hurt. It's do gonna you bring think, emotion to do you. Do you think? I don't that, think things are gonna revolutionize in culture because of that. I don't think it's gonna change significantly, like what you're saying. Because since then, we've already had so much information brought up. So many different acts of police brutality have have occurred. And but do you know where these things are awareness. happening? They're happening in Down a lot south, of them are happening in areas that this the documentaries, bro. If you reach who who's really watching these documentaries mostly, people that agree with the the facts, right? Now. If you show people in New York a documentary about uh, African-Americans being mistreated, they're obviously going to agree that, that that's a big thing and it needs to be stopped. Now, if you, if you put out that documentary, 
people in the areas that actually need to see it aren't going to watch it. They're just not. Dude, you could do everything. You, I, I, I understand <clears throat> the awareness. And, and bro, it's been happening like on Power 105 on, on a pretty weekly basis now. They have like a, a, um, like a social speaker mm-hmm. that is from the African-American community. Coming and, and preach. Coming in to basically preach that we need to, they need to bank different. They need to do this and that, which is yeah. all great. But my, I'm just scared that it's, it's falling on deaf ears. That may be the case, but at the end of the day, if you're not getting this content out to begin with, there is never going to be that chance for that individual to hear it. And at the end of the is day, this content at least that hasn't been heard, though. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's been heard in different stories and different scenarios, but at the end of the day, you still need to continue to push this out into culture because this is we live in a large, large society. Yeah. And it's not going to get to everybody. It's going to hit people at different times. So at least it's getting out there for the potential f- for people to hear it. And honestly, I think police brutality and, and racism, obviously we have it up here in the north still, but largely lies in the middle of the country and down south. If you go down south, there's so much just... It's, it's like dystopian society almost. Yeah. Like I've talked to so many people who are from down south. Like King Ra, one of the, uh, our guests we had a couple pop, no, way back. Way back, right. Way back. Um, he's from South Carolina, and it's their own world. They're not really policed. They're policed when it's a murder or a robbery or something like that. And even at the end of the day, the streets kind of just handle themselves. There needs to be some sort of intervention in in. In the south, I don't even want to say just but the, the south. But the problem it's, is, is that what? How do you do that? That's what do you do? You send in tough. you send no. in cops to try to police these areas because then it's not going to be any better. It's going to get worse. Those cops, a lot of them are fucking blatantly racist. It's and it's I'm not saying all cops. I'm not saying all cops. So I don't want people to, to comment on this and be like, "You're saying all cops are racist." They're not. We're speaking in broad terms. There's in broad terms, there are a lot of cops down south who come from those southern white households that are racist. Mm-hmm. They're not going to change their idea if you send them into the hood and have them police an area that is murderous or trafficking drugs. They're not going to change their, mm-hmm. their mind. They're going to just think it even more. Yeah. Those cops are so quick to pull triggers, and we've seen that, obviously, mm-hmm. that I don't think that there's any way to really change it. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't just send the cops in because that's not going to do anything when these are the cops that are killing these dudes. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel that? I feel like at the end of the day, in these southern areas, it needs to become heavier, more more population needs to, to sprout in there, and more diversity needs to affect them for change to even remotely. I think begin people its just. Process. I just think that there's no changing it, certain people. I know I agree with that. There's there certainly isn't because I like I've said I've spoken to to King Ra and he's told me his family members down there. They, they don't want to hear it. He goes, he's trying to push this perspective that he's gained while being up north. You can't push positivity on people. That's, that's the problem. People either want it or they don't. They don't, exactly. And they don't. And you know when a lot of people that are in that life start becoming positive is when they've either gone to jail or... Like we talked earlier, some a catalyst yeah, you need occur. Yeah, you need something to happen. Now, they become positive when they go to jail or they become positive when someone around them dies or they become positive when they get older because now they're, they're more mature. Mm-hmm. But like we said... We've said this in the past, and we made a great point of it, is that when you're in an area where you don't progress socially or progress within your pocket, you don't really mature. That's what, dude, I feel... When you're living with your mom till you're 45, you're still a kid. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot of these areas have people like that, that just don't progress. So when the older people in your community are just as childish as the younger people, 
it just leads to nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I what Chance did with with giving a million to Chicago schools. That's how you better the community. You you get better teaching in there. Exactly. A lot of these places have graduation rates that are fucking horrible, mm-hmm. dude. It stems from childhood, and a lot of these parents aren't. They're not mature enough to even be dealing with these kids. Not at all. And you think they are, but they're not. A lot of these parents have kids when they're fucking 16, 17. Mm-hmm. So it's like you expect a fucking child to teach a child how to grow up. And it's like they don't even know what the fuck is good. Yeah. So with that said, it's like I think it stems from just the kid growing up through schooling. I think you got to get better schools. You, you got to get better teachers. You got to get people that and not people that are just doing it for the paycheck. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that do, like, they, they just teach because it's a job. Mm. You need teachers that are actually going to teach to teach. Like, they actually want the kids to learn, you know? It's not about the money. Absolutely. Um, so. Yeah, but, dude, I really think it's, it's also a population thing. Like, they have such a, all the black people down there stick with the black people. All the white people down there stick with the white people, for the most part. Spanish yeah. stick with Spanish. And up here, we're in an area where we're forced to be around so many different cultures. Depends, because you can of, go to areas that, could, that aren't like that. That's they're the, gonna, yeah, it's like If you go to Newark, you can't tell me that there's a huge white population meshed in with the blacks. You know what no, I mean? No, absolutely. Like, but you, we can go to Newark, and Newark people can come to our area, and there's not going to be a, okay, I'm going to hurt you. I don't There like is, you. though. There is, but... I think, I think that okay, you're... Okay, is, is backtracking in a sense of what no, I'm no, saying? No, no, I'm saying I think that your group of, of kids... like. For instance, you have told me in the past, yo, we should do a show in Newark. I'm from the generation that knows I'm not going to Newark because I can get fucking shot or robbed. Yeah. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm too smart to know. Like, I'm too street smart to go to a place like that and, and drop my guard and then get fucking robbed. Yeah. You guys, for some reason, don't have that fear. And it's not, it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys are very like... Yo, everyone's just trying to make music, and everyone's just trying to... But, yo, you can get caught slipping by someone that doesn't try to make music. You can get no, caught I, slipping by someone that's not artistic whatsoever, and they just want to rob the fuck out of you. And you look like an easy target in an area like that. I so, completely agree. So, with me, Newark is not any better than it, it was when I grew up. I knew, like, growing up, I don't want to go there. I'm not going to do a show there. I've done shows in Newark, but the whole time, you're on guard. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, and me being a fucking... I'm Spanish, but I'm a fucking, I'm white. So me being a white person going into those places as a rapper, first off, you're already looked down upon. Yo, he's a white rapper. He's probably trash, Mm. right? Cool. I'm cool with that if it's just solely a music thing. But what comes with that is they think that you're weak. They think that they can rob you. You know what I mean? No, I I understand what you're saying. That's the shit I'm talking about. Newark Newark is not meshed the way that that you're claiming it is. And that's still up north. I'm I'm not trying to say that meshing in the way it is what i'm saying is in order for things to change they need to be introduced to a different culture see diversity see how there is positive that can come from it granted yes there's gonna be a lot of backlash there's gonna be hate people maybe 20 years down the road 30 50 will still have that same hatred but you're gonna have that everywhere you go you have that up here but it all begins with some sort of meshing of cultures because down south it's very to yourselves with your group etc and it's such an open like we live I do think that's everywhere, though. I just think that down south, there's a lot less education. Uh, that's a large factor That's what as well. I'm saying. That's I think that up here, there's better school systems. Mm-hmm. I think because there's better... I'm not going to say Newark probably has the best school system, but I'm sure it's better than, than a, down, a down south, south school yeah. that, that has, like, dirt roads and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where the teachers are literally people from the community that have no fucking... They are as educated as they need to be to get the teaching job, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Teachers up here have the means... Because, yo, look at average households up here. 
Mm-hmm. You need to make money just to live up here. Absolutely. So the people that are are getting these jobs up here are more likely to get their master's degree, mm-hmm. are more likely to get their master's plus 30, more likely to, to you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's just a different type of person teaching the kids. And yeah. when you have a different type of person teaching the kids, first off, like, Okay, I watched a show called The Way. I think I brought it up on a podcast. Um, I don't know if I did. Maybe I was talking about it outside of the podcast. But it's this show about um, about basically this girl. Like, she dies and comes back, and she's the original angel. Yeah. And and it shows how, like, when she dies, she goes up to what some people would think was heaven. But realistically, it was just, like, this person who... Um, who just like kind of asks you, do you want to go back? And if you go back, you lose something. Like you lose your fucking sight or your hearing or whatever. Now that's completely beside the point. What I w- what I saw in that show though is there's a bad kid who the teacher wants to kick out of school, wants to expel him, right? And the OA goes in and talks to the teacher and says to her basically like, this is the kid that you should be wanting to help, working on the most. Why are you trying to kick him out? Because he's bad. Mm-hmm. You should be working with him the most. The good kids already know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, that kid doesn't. That's what needs to happen in schools. And yo, I've seen it myself. Like back in the day when I was like all fucked up and shit. Like not fucked up in in like a way that was like completely destructive, but just when I was like a, a smart ass. Yo, teachers are so quick to kick you out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, luckily I was still a smart kid. Yeah. I remember back in the day. I was in a science class, and this teacher—I'm not even gonna say her name because fucking I don't want to put yeah. her out there like that, but. This teacher in Beckton, she uh she pretty much was like, um, you, I, I can't believe that you get 95s on your tests. Because I was such a piece of shit. Like, like, dude, she tried to kick me out one time and she like I sat all the way far corner. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she put her fingers together and was like, Dylan, you're this close to being kicked out. And I like extended my arms and was like, actually, <laughs> I'm pretty far, you know? No, no, no. She said, You're this close to being out the door. And I was like, actually, I'm pretty far. <laughs> You know, and then she just kicked me out. But like, yo, those are the teachers that need to like just swallow their fucking pride and just work with that kid more. That's that's easier said than done. It is, but, but it needs to be done. But it needs to be it done. It needs to be done. Because if you don't have a, a strong backbone, you shouldn't be teaching kids. That's 100%. You shouldn't. Because those kids need to learn from someone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yo, and, and yelling doesn't always work. No. Just you be can't. productive with the kid. Like, like yo... Get them to just work with you. Compromise. Figure out what their their pattern is, why they're they're doing this or that. Those teachers don't even talk to you. Mm-hmm. They don't care why you're acting a certain way. You know what I mean? I've seen kids in, in classes that are completely just not interested at all. Mm-hmm. And they sit in the back. Teacher doesn't give a fuck. They'll kick them out right away. Oh, you don't want to pay attention? Okay, get out. Mm-hmm. Why? It's not, it's not beneficial. It's for beneficial. no one. For <laughs> no one. You know what I mean? That shit is so corny. It's like, bro... Teach that kid more than you're going to teach the kid that already is studying or listening to, like, whatever you're saying because that kid already has it on. Like, he already knows what's going on. You got to teach the kid that's not focused. That's the kid that needs to learn more because those kids wind up dropping out and then their life turns into shit and it all stemmed from you. Yeah. And those teachers don't take responsibility for it as they they don't have to necessarily. Exactly. It's not their child. But, but I'm saying playing a vital role. Exactly. Teachers don't understand how kid. vital they are. That's because that goes back to what I was saying though. Some teachers take it for the job. If you want to be a teacher, just like if you want to be a police officer, don't you're doing it. a lot more than just getting paid. There's such a vital force in what you're doing. And you don't even understand it sometimes. And that's taken for granted, especially in our area, because you see cops in our area, mind you, we live in well, I do. Yeah. I used to. A small, everyone knows each other type of town, and they get paid roughly 
ninety to hundred fifty thousand dollars, even more than that. Let me ask you a question though. Do you know the cops in our area? Do you I, actually I know used, them? I used to. I don't anymore. Okay. Now this is another point that that is pretty uh, crazy. And when I was watching the wire, um, there's a part of the wire where uh, one of they have like a conference, and this this mother she says like. Back in the day, like, we used to know all the cops. They would, like, come around. They would, like, introduce themselves to us. They would sit down with us, talk to us, whatever. Dude, cops don't do that. You know, I guess And that's huge. Yo, because if a cop knows you, they're not going to be as likely to fucking take, like, extraordinary measures to, like, punish you. Absolutely. They're going to actually, like, talk it's, to you. They're like, oh, I know this kid. He's a good kid. Like, just... It's a common understanding, and you don't get people in these bad positions. Like, now, right... Every everyone I know, and I think this just goes throughout American culture nowadays, due to what's been going on with police brutality. Every time I'm driving, myself, whoever's in the passenger seat, we all cringe. Like, yeah, we we don't know what's gonna happen. Even, even we're not gonna get shot, so we think for the most part. Doubt we will, but like, it's like, dude, I shouldn't be scared every time I see a cop. Even cops that I've known, like I've know that maybe so and so's big brother yeah. or what's whatsoever it is. I'm looking at them. I'm like, dude, this is not a good situation. They're going to try to harm me opposed to try to help out a situation. Well, this is the issue with cops over here is that cops are so willing to be hidden over here. If you go to Europe, cops uh, or Europe or like Asia or all these different places, cops are in lime green cars and they're not hiding. Cops over here have like all blacked out cars that you can't tell it's a cop. And they're hiding around the corner and they're trying to. You they're know, trying to get you. That's what it is. It's a game of cat and mouse and you're afraid for you're always no going to be reason. Yo, when a cop follows you. What they do is they just create they the scenario you. where you're going to fuck up eventually out of nerves. 100%. And, and they sit there and where, they run your place. Exactly. And then the second that you fuck up, wee, wee, that's when wee, they pull wee, you wee. over. And then they and you could have been doing nothing wrong the whole time, but because you're so nervous that they're driving behind you, you just have to pull... Like, you have to... You do something stupid. You know what I mean? It's not your fault. It's that you're so nervous. Everyone does something stupid when they're nervous. Exactly. You, could, you could trip. You could fucking do whatever. But, like, like when it comes to, like, cops following you, they're just making... They're just doing that. So, you know, the best situation to, to do when a cop is following you is look straight ahead. Drive the speed limit. Exact. Don't go over. Don't go under. Drive the speed limit. Exact. Hide all your weed. And give them, give them no reason to pull you over. Just give them no reason for it. I've done that before, dude. I've I pulled up to a party one time, mm-hmm. and a cop pulled up right behind me at the party. What I did was, I literally got back in my car, I fucking drove away from the party. He followed me the whole way. I was just stopping at stop signs, driving twenty five, didn't do anything wrong. Eventually, got back into Carlstadt, where where we uh, live, well, where I used to live. And once I got back in the cross that he was out of his jurisdiction, just fucking, he just turned thing. around. Some of the cops around here, they'll follow you and follow you. Even if you don't do anything wrong, oh, he they could have followed me to my house. I don't they give will a fuck. pull you over. That's they what, can't. They, they legally are not obligated to do so, but they do they can't, so. And they, they can't just pull you over. They'll say you're reckless driving or some Yeah, yeah, if, if they have a reason to. But that's no. if you're like swerving or if you're doing something stupid. You, you can't just pull someone over for nothing. You can't, but it's. I know, I know that people think that is being done, but there's cops have to have a reason when they pull you over. They uh, can't just tell you you were recklessly driving because you could ask them how. I did. That happened one time. I was pulling into Beckton, right, um, going down Wildcat Way. So what it is? It's just one way road, and then you make a left, right. And the police gate is right at the end of the road. So when they're coming out, you're making that turn into the parking lot. I'm coming down. I'm going like 15, 20 miles per hour. He comes right out of the gate and pulls me over as I'm parking. He said, oh, you were rec- uh, you were speeding. And I go, officer, I was, I 
how I, if I speed anymore, I'm going to kill myself going down this road. It, yeah. Like, I was literally going 20 miles per hour. He goes, oh, you were recklessly driving. Here's your ticket. What was his reasoning to, like, what were you doing beforehand that he even wanted to pull you over? He didn't see me beforehand. I was literally make, coming you, down that road and parking. Was he trying to pull out and you just you drove know, past he, him? He was pulling out, but the gate was opening as I was making the turn. Guys, yeah, I, I feel that. But, yo, when you see a cop, and I do this all the time. First off, the easiest... Let them go. Yeah, just let them fucking go. Yo, be the guy that literally, like, waves to them. Like, go ahead. Because even if they don't... Even if they tell you to go ahead of them, just be like, no. And just keep, just keep telling them to go because that just shows them that you're... Like, first off, it shows them that you're courteous. Then on top of that, it shows them that you're aware that they're probably going somewhere. And they don't wind up fucking behind you. The goal is never to have the cop behind you. No. Let them fucking go at all costs. I don't give a fuck if you're rushing to go somewhere because guess what? When they pull you over, that doesn't matter anyway. I always like cops going in front of me. But you know the funny thing is I was pulling into the school and he was trying to come out. Like it was, you know where that gate is. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Bro, I had 25 yards to get pulled over and I got pulled over in those 25 yards. Yeah. No, I feel. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, back to your point, what you said, it's your job, it's your civil duty as a teacher and or a police officer, any member of the town in society who's developing it, yo, you need to make your presence known. You need to help the members of the town, the members of your class. You need to be beneficial and let people know that they can come to you instead of instead of running away running away from you. It has to be a give and take relationship. Yeah, cops don't give anyone a reason, especially where we're from. Cops don't give anyone a reason. They're all dicks. Think about this. <laughs> At least look like dicks. outside of the Acts like outside it. of the school cop. That has always been in like Beckton, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of the school cop, how many cops do you actually know from East Rutherford? I dude, I really don't. I know of- when you know the cops, why do you know them? Because they arrested you, or they pulled you over, or they did this or that. And if they pull you over, you're probably not gonna know them. But like when they when they bust a party or they do some stupid shit like that, you know exactly who they are, right? Everyone that I know that knows the cops is because they've pulled them over or like arrested them for some stupid shit. I know some of the. You cop- know the cops for the wrong reason. That's pretty much what I'm saying. You don't know the cops for a good reason. Some of them, but some of them I do know for the right only reason. time. And those, those are the cops that I know, whether it's from work or through a friend or family member. Those yeah. are the cops who, whenever I'm in some sort of situation, convey the message to their superior or whoever it is trying to get me in trouble. Like, yo, relax. Like he's he's a good kid. Blah blah. Dude, growing just- up, growing up, I played baseball. Right, I was. I was playing first baseman in Little League, and my first base coach was a dude uh, named Jimmy, right? Jimmy became a cop eventually. Every time I got pulled over, and Jimmy, because cops in those small towns, if you pull them over, like, like if they pull you over, four cops show up. For no type of reason. Uh, It makes no sense, but, like, they they get excited by little things, I guess. But, like, Jimmy would always show up. He would always get out the car, come to my window. Oh, Dylan, what's up, man? What's going on? Uh, dude, I don't know. Okay, hold on one second. He'd go back, talk to the cop. Dylan, go ahead. You're good. Yo, one time a cop, after Jimmy did that, a, the cop comes up to me and goes, you're lucky Jimmy came because if it, if it wasn't for Jimmy, mm-hmm. I would have I would have gave you a ticket. Like, yo, dude, just fucking go Bro, away. It, it gets their dick hard trying to yeah, but give it's someone like, a little elbow. I know, like, but it's like, it's like, yo, homie, like, I'm not doing anything to you. Like, for like, real. You know? Dude, just, guys, even if you hate cops, be kind to them. That's the only way you address get them as sir. Any positive address action. them as sir. Just be courteous. Always have manners with them. They're babies. A lot of them. A lot of them were bullied growing up. A lot of them had had some type of issue growing up, and now they want to just stick it to you. 
It's not your fault. You trying to stick it to them is only going to hurt yourself. It doesn't do anything for you. So, yeah, I used to be stupid, man. I used to talk back to cops. Cops would fucking bust a party. I'd be like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Like, like, dude, we're, we're kids. Just fucking leave. You know? It never works for you. And in all seriousness, it just winds up them having a bad taste in their mouth for you. And then that's going to harass you for the next fucking five years. There was mm-hmm. a point where I was getting pulled over every time I left my boy's house. Now, for decent reasoning based on the house that I was leaving, because my boy is not the fucking most like uh, like criminally sound person. But um, when it comes regardless, to... But regardless, it was harassment. It was harassment. And it, like my pops is uh, an ex-police officer. Yeah. And my pops hates cops more than anyone, which should tell you a lot. But my cop, my my cop, my dad, fucking was about to basically file a suit against that police department based on the fact that they were just harassing the shit oh, out of me. Know. And I told him to stop because what what I didn't want is him to file a suit. And it, it comes back to you. And then it, no, basically they're just gonna keep they're just gonna no, turn up the meant. volume. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna turn up the volume. They're not gonna turn it down. Hundred percent. They're just gonna keep going with it. You know what I mean? So I didn't want that to come back to me the same reason dude i've been beaten up by cops on multiple occasion like where one of the times probably justified <laughs> second time not justified whatsoever like i got punched in the face for no fucking reason right one for two and and in getting punched in the face everyone that i told that to no everyone that i told that to was like yo why don't you file a lawsuit against the police department now what people don't realize is that when you do that they just try to fuck you even harder. Mm-hmm. They're not Their friends. They're, are trying to fuck you. It's not yeah, just them. They're not. They're not gonna like go easy on you because you're filing a suit against them. They're gonna and go extra hard. So it shouldn't be like well, that. Well, because how they see it. First off, cops will see them the other cop doing the wrong thing, and then they'll still back them because it's a brotherhood. No, which it is, is fine. It that's is. fine. That's fine because that's how a job should be. But not when someone's doing the wrong thing. Not unjustifiably. Yeah, exactly. Not when someone's doing the wrong thing. And and the thing is, if you are in a situation where like, when I got punched in the face by the cop, the first thing I did, I looked around to the other cops and I said, you guys are cool with this? Because I'm a mature person. Yeah. Now, he punched me in the face. He was asking me to punch him back. I was like, nah, I'm good. The whole time. And pissing him off even more because he really wanted me he, to hit him. Yeah. You, I'm like, nah, he I'm didn't good. get the reaction I'm good, wanted. dude. I'm good. I'm good. Kept on saying it. I'm good, bro. Like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll put you in, uh, in a fucking cell with, with your boy. You know, you guys will be fucked over here. I'm like, yo, I'm 6'3", six, I'm six, 200 pounds. My boy is fucking 6'4", 215. Like, we'll be fine. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, like, he kept on, like, egging it, egging it. And the only thing I kept on doing was, like, looking to the other cops and going, like, you're cool with this? Like, yeah, that's, that's the only thing you that's can your do That's your sergeant. He's, yeah. He punches people in the face for no fucking reason. For what? You know? Mm-hmm. If you Give me a DUI. That's fine. But to, to punch me in the face for because I was fucking, I was drinking beforehand? Wh- like, what? That didn't, uh, like, I didn't understand that part of it. You're punching you, me in the face because I was drinking? What the fuck does that like? How does that have Bro, to do with anything? There's so many instances where you you can't even find a logical reason or something to say. Oh, maybe I did cause this. There's no reasons whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It just they just do it. Yeah. It, so with that being said, with that being said, do a better job, police, at not being fucking pieces of shit. And teachers do the same. Uh, my mom's a teacher. I respect teachers. Funny enough, my dad is an ex cop. My mom's a teacher. So the irony. Uh, very ironic, but my mom's a good teacher. She's always been a good teacher. Like I've I've gone to like uh, growing up. I went to like the bring your kid to school day. Mm-hmm. The students always love my mom because she's a good teacher. She's not one of those teachers that yells at you. She she yeah. understands when you're fucking up and she just tries to talk to you. And she actually babies the kid that's fucking up. So it's actually exactly what I'm talking about. Did you ever try to holler at any of your students? 
Dude, she's a fucking pre-K teacher, you sick fuck. Oh, okay. Well, I did not... I <laughs> you are a sick fuck. <laughs> oh, let's get those toddlers. No, my mom, <laughs> growing up, when I was in like sixth or seventh grade, my mom like did like the lunch program. Yeah. And uh, I remember her... My mom's a G. She was like, basically like... She told like the sixth or seventh grade girls at her school about me. And they were oh, all like trying shit. to holler. So I remember back in like MySpace days, what I definitely G, had dog. some girls... I definitely had some girls from like Union City... Hitting me up. You got the fine Spanish girls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God bless your yeah, soul, yeah. Mama Do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, all right, guys. I'm going to do Listen Fellas and Listen Ladies because Crispy's not here. So um, for Listen Fellas, uh, guys, ladies always win. Always. Every argument, they win. Don't think that you're going to win. There's no winning. And now. And I'm, I'm very. I do this all the time where I try to argue my point and it doesn't get you anywhere if you guys have listened to this podcast before you know dill will fight his argument to the oh, fucking for sure especially if i believe in what i i'm saying now with women even if he believes in what he's saying he knows he's not gonna win and now we're saying this not from like hey but it's it. fucked up because i i learn on a constant basis like sometimes i get into an argument with my girl and i'll be like like i sit back and i'm like i know i'm not gonna win this but let me keep going which is stupid. Never, it's it's a stupid. idea. But that's just you sound like that's just human, right now, well, it's, it's, so it's human nature. It's human nature. Like the guy, oh, like in any argument, obviously you want to win the argument. That's the point of arguing. You're not arguing so you can lose, right? But what I need to start doing is just sitting back and just taking what I can out of it and just Learn. understanding that I'm not gonna win regardless. No guy will, and it's fine. And this isn't like a knock to my girl because there's obviously arguments where she's right and I'm wrong. You know what I mean? And I know that. But to to just deter from the argument, just know that you're not going to win. That's my lesson, fellas, for today. Plain, simple, to the point, but very vital to women. And very vital to men because it could just be the key to your happiness. Just don't try to I argue. to maintaining a woman. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, listen, ladies, listen, ladies, listen, ladies, as Crispy would say. Listen, ladies, listen, la can, can we get the drunk slur? Listen, <laughs> Yeah, so listen, 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 ladies, listen, ladies. Okay, uh, guys don't always like what you like doing. And that's, that's just, like, it's been going, that's always how it's been. It's been going on for, for, from the beginning of time. I'm sure cavemen were doing some shit that they didn't want to fucking do. You know what I mean? Oh, oh you, you want to take that boulder and move it over here? That's not yeah. fucking happening. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. But the the key to this is that guys will always do what the girl likes doing because it makes them happy. I guarantee there's a lot of fucking dudes out there going to Broadway plays that don't like Broadway plays. There's a lot of dudes out there going to the mall when they don't like going to the fucking mall. There's a lot of dudes out there doing some fucking reckless shit that they don't want to fucking do because their girl wants to do it. Now... There's nothing wrong with that. The point is, though, you can't always expect the guy to enjoy what they're doing because for the most part, they enjoy you. They don't enjoy the actual act that you guys are, are doing, but they enjoy you. They enjoy your presence. They enjoy your time. That's vice versa in any relationship. It should be. It's a give and go. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And it's just a point that I wanted to get out just because like, I feel like very often people don't realize that some of the things that they do are not based on their own well-being. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like I don't expect 
a girl to come with me to a fucking NBA game because they know fucking what's going on. They know Derrick Rose's team. stats yeah. or they know Isaiah Thomas fucking had 11 assists last game. You know what I mean? But they do it for you, which is cool. Guys do the same. We do shit that we don't want to fucking do, you know, and that's because we fucking love you. You know what Aww. I mean? No, no, no. I'm saying no, we love girls. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, so, um, mm, I'm, I'm oh, sus God. <laughs> no. But, uh, but yeah, so we do things that we don't want to do all the time because we got our girl. Girls do the same shit. But I just want you to realize that you can't get mad at someone for, like, not enjoying something that you enjoy. We're different people. Girls are different than guys. We enjoy different things. Guys are more barbaric. We enjoy sports a lot. We enjoy shit that fucking girls typically don't really get into. Mm -hmm. But guys, it's like Joey said, it's a little give and take. You have to give and take to make a relationship work. Girls don't get mad when the guy's like, I actually fucking hate doing this. Because that's just life. Guys don't like doing most of the shit that girls like doing. We just don't. Amen. It's a relationship. Exactly. It's a relationship. Just that's just a little listen, ladies. Uh, and notice how my listen, ladies, actually wasn't something that you could completely retract because it was <laughs> outlandish as fuck, crispy, bitch. And uh, with that said, I think that we've gotten all our points out. Um, do you have anything else to add? Nah, I'm pretty good today. Guys, crispy wasn't really fired. He'll be on the next episode. So just in case you were wondering. Yeah, and don't get scared. He'll be back. He's not a raging alcoholic. Not at all. Where is he right now? Probably drinking. Uh, well, he might be hungover. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't help his case. <laughs> so today's episode is sponsored by Roosevelt School. Behind every great school is a great staff. Boom. Bitch. Actually, uh, <laughs> real shit. Today's episode is actually brought to you by Riot Sound Inc. Um, basically, if you need any of your uh, DJ equipment, DJ gear, speakers, speaker stands... Um, pretty much anything. Uh, go to Riot Sound Inc. and uh, order your shit, people. All right, guys. Uh, this was Just Some Average Guys podcast. We are signing out. This is Diggy Metro. Viso shoots. Boom. Crispy bitch.